Today is June 5th. The Yankees sweep the Tigers just like Jake told you they would. The worst pitching performance from the starter was 6.1 Dorn runs. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd and Jake. Recaps galore, weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Get your Yankees news from these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Hello and welcome to Talk and Yanks presented to you by SeatGeek. Something's happening. I got more noises than I need over here on my end. I got it though. I fixed it. Presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. And we got BBD. I'm down the shore. Mm. Got to spend some time at the beach for the weekend. Jake went away for the weekend to Kelsey's wedding. And now we're back to watch the Yankees. They sweep. I mean, they just continue to win and pitch and come back. So, I don't know. Do we just rinse and repeat all the episodes from the past? Do it over again? How you doing? James, BBD, everyone live in the chat. Everyone not live. Everyone ready for summer. Woo! Woo! Yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I tried to tell everyone at the end of last episode, like, you probably don't need to watch this. Yankees are going to sweep. Um, some of the numbers are getting jarring. Uh, some of the numbers are almost getting, like, too good. Uh, I think the Yankees now, when they have a lead in the seventh inning, they are, like, 32-0. and zero. Like, 31-0, and 0, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, since their 7-6 and six start, uh, you know, the... The massacre in Baltimore. They are thirty-two and nine. Uh, everyone's doing their judges on pace for sixty-plus homers. We just hit the one-third mark of the season exactly. Fifty-four. We games. did. We did. James Smythe. Yep. That's of note. Good note, Jake. And Jim, yeah, if you Smythe. multiply the Yankees' wins by three, you get one seventeen. Uh, you know, we're we're doing a lot of on-pace stuff, but the most regular season wins by a team is 116. Things are special and fantastic. Um, they, yeah, like you said in the open, uh, our, our bad start this series. If we had to remove one start, would be 6.2 two-earned runs. Um, well, and also... Um, that's the 10th time starting pitcher has gone six innings or more in a row. I said in my little post game on Twitter, like, uh, I don't know if Katie Sharp's posted it, but how many, I can look it up. I think how many starts last year did we get from a starter that was six innings pitched or more not named Cole? Right. I'm actually curious. I don't know. BBD, I don't know if you can like, if you have a way to look that up while we do the show or something, or you can ask Katie, but I shouldn't do it. I should stay focused on the show, but I, I'm interested in the answer there. Um, or anyone at home in the chat. Um, Jake, I do have, for anyone listening, it's like, wow, same stuff over and over again. I'm going to tune out and just enjoy my day. I do have a nugget uh, that I like that I don't, that I someone told me that sure. uh, I want to share at the end, at the end of the show. Oh, you got to wait gonna, for it. I just gave, gonna, I gave a few of my nuggets right off the rip. No, I'm going to save this one for later uh, on. 
and you know, uh, we're saving our nuggets, dog. Yeah, and there are some good conversations to have because, like you know, Andujar requested to be traded. I got more nuggets. Um, Jake's got more nugs. So stay tuned. We'll probably always. do the you know should Monty be sent down conversation. Andujar, yeah, all of it. Andujar. Oh, that's what I wanted to look up. Okay, Jake, can you burn game one? Holy smokes, you think so? Unless there's more housekeeping. Like, do you want to do the Andujar stuff now? I think we can do it later. I think we could do it now or later. So it's whatever you're, whatever you're craving for, Big Daddy. Um, no, I want to do it later because I want to look up a stat and it might tie into something, an award or something like that. He wants know. to do it later. There may be awards. We're going to keep the people hooked. There will definitely be awards. Um, Okay. Mm. Game one. Burn, Jake Burn. The Detroit Tigers and E-Rod. Well, not that E-Rod. Elvin Rodriguez uh would take on the best team in baseball, the New York Yankees. And Garrett Cole trying to carry the torch for the Yankees starting pitchers. Bottom three, hit the music. Trevino, let the rhythm take you over, Trevino. Te quiero, catch your homers. Like a family meeting someone's new girlfriend, we are judging on the porch. Homer 20 for Big Aaron Judge. Two nothing Yanks after three. Make it 12. Yankees must have provided great service because, boy, did they have a nice tip. Tony Meatballs is ready for early Sunday dinner, a.k.a. 4.30. That's how far it went. Carpenter nails another. Meanwhile, on the bump, Cole was perfect. Into the seventh, the day after JMO, Cole matches. Seven innings pitch, two hits, 9K, zero earned runs. Ban the wave. Ban way lows. Killer B finally makes his long-awaited Yankee Day butt. As Yankees win in a route, it's 13-0 final. Wow. What a good short porch line from you. That's a new one. What Five years talking? in, you're coming up with new short porch What are you stuff? talking about? New, judging and short porch? And, I don't know what you're I mean, talking about. In the history of the Burns, Judge has been a Yankee and the short porches exist. And somehow, a new idea crept into that funky little head of yours. A little peanut mug I've got. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was kicking myself. Uh, I was writing these on on the flight home while I was listening to John Sterling on the call, Susan. Um, and I was like, man, I got I don't really have anything cool for Judge, and that would be like if I took things seriously, it would be like that's the guy I should have like dialed, like that should be my numero uno, like burn target. And the Judge ones, you know, it's all the court stuff. Um, don't watch as much Judge Duty anymore as I'd like. Um, but yeah, I figured, you know, the porch judgment, judging, and then we got there. Then we got there. Okay. I liked it. And I liked this game. Yeah, it was fun. It was interesting. Cole was great. Obviously, Trevino homers, Judge homers, and then, um, and then I was up all night, uh, thinking about that really weird sequence. Saying that's 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 weird, and then made the video. 
which was like the most adrenaline I've had making a breakdown this year. And it went, I got, I think it's at 1.5 million on Twitter already. So that was, that was fun. But yeah, I mean, I haven't talked to you about it at all, but the kid was tipping his pitches and the Yankees, this is what I want to, this isn't the nugget I was talking about, but something I wanted to tell you or ask your opinion on. Over, I don't know, whatever. This is what I'm going to say. Okay. When why, we, why don't you uh, just tell me it and I'll react? When when we hung out with Josh Tolley, yes. remember? We talked to him about getting traded to the Blue Jays, and he was on those Blue Jays teams with Donaldson, Joey Bats. Uh, I forget who else was there. Tulowitzki. Really good teams. Really good Toronto yeah. teams. And the one thing he told us about that team was that those guys were incredible at picking up pitchers' tells. And like Josh Donaldson was part of that group, like they, and Batista, they were just incredible at it, but he could never see it. He was like, they'd tell me and I still couldn't see what they were seeing. Right. This was Josh Donaldson's first game back uh, off the IL. I don't know if, nah, we have no idea who saw it. If right. like Luis Rojas could have seen it, but Josh Donaldson was on first. The, someone, People someone in the Yankees front office. Like we, yeah, we like, know they, we know they do that. They didn't have it in the second inning, but they had it after that. And Trevino, or no, and um, and Trevor has Ploof has told us that like if you're not a starting player, like if the, all the pitchers and right. all the bench players, your job is to stare at that pitcher and figure something out. Like it's everyone is trying to find that all the time. But the Donaldson effect, like, kind of threw me in. Like maybe that if that was him, that's beneficial. Yeah, I mean, we we have no idea. It's it's pretty cool, and it's so funny to think if that Trevino quote unquote triple gets caught. I mean, Elvin, who who knows? Who knows how the rest of the baseball story unravels? And we know we've referenced it many times. The Nathan Evaldi wild card game. They they had it on Nate Dog. They just couldn't hit him. Um, funny sport, man. Uh, and yeah, the the kid gets got, and they they just start locking in. I mean, Rizzo pounds one. Uh, you know, it adds to his impressive resume of like what 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 you can do on a baseball field. I mean, we'll talk about him a lot, especially come come game three as well. But yeah, man, I, I mean Joe Madden alluded it alluded to it last series that that for Shohei um and even Syndergaard, it, it seemed like the Yankees were able to sniff some stuff out. Now I, I don't know. Um Syndergaard his stuff didn't pass the eye test that start. And Shohei, uh, you know, it, it's kind of the old baseball term. They said it on the broadcast. Like, Shohei looked like he was searching for it the whole game. Not necessarily that the Yankees were on him, but more so he wasn't on his stuff. But, yeah, they, they picked up on something from the kid. You you had the fantastic breakdown on it. Um, journalist, John Boy, when that comes out, you better watch your butts. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh, and, like, I'll say something as half a joke, have not a joke. That's one of the strengths of talking Yanks. Like, I think one of the people that's supposed to be special about that stuff in baseball is Carlos Beltran. Like, I think that's half the reason they got him in the yes booth now. <laughs> uh, just keeping him, keep him away from other organizations because, you know, that's, that's something that's supposed to be, like, one of his gifts as well. So, yeah, uh, we, we've heard there's, there's people that work in the Yankees' front office that are – some of the most skilled in baseball at it. Someone like Josh Donaldson that you mentioned, he is a, like a, what Garrett Cole is a doctor of pitching, like Josh Donaldson is a doctor of hitting. Anthony Rizzo's been through a lot of baseball games. I picture Stanton not caring. Uh, Hey, throw it and let me hit it, bitch. (laughs) 
Um, well, uh, I think Stan wants to know. Yeah, but, Stan, hey, every hitter wants I, to know. What I really want to know, and I, like I just speculated this, and like maybe this is it. And, and it definitely like Carpenter followed me at one point. I was like, ah, okay, so they're like, he just got told in the clubhouse or something like What's that. Up? And I pulled it up to DM him, and I didn't because I'm like, ah, whatever, I don't want to bother him. But I want to know if he bunted to get the guy to the stretch. Right. Because that was the, that was even the broadcast. That was the first, like, what the hell is going on here? Like, it's a two nothing game. Carpenter put one to the track in his last at bat. He's got three hits that are all homers on the season. And there were two outs. So what does a bunt single do for you with Kiner and Trevino behind you and two outs? You're basically banking on a two out rally instead of trying to hit another home home run, which you have been doing that bunt, you know, I like bunting to, if he did it with no outs, you're like, Oh yeah, start a rally. But to, to lay that down and beat the shift on a bunt with two outs was, uh, I, I was just kind of, and I, you could hear the booth say, Oh, two outs. Okay. Like it was weird. Yeah. The- and then, and then the whole Trevino up bat was like smelly. It's like, what the hell? Why is Trevino only getting sliders? And why was he all over that three, two slider? I was a decent pitch. Um, so, but I, I would really, if we ever do like a media day again and Carpenter's around, I'll, I'll remind me to ask him, even if it's off camera, be like, hey, that was that to get him in the stretch? Yeah, I think a thousand percent was. The only counter would be uh, is like flipping the Yankees lineup over. That's, you know, and with with the bottom of their lineup being weak, if you can get through another body. Um, but yeah, I mean, and knowing knowing what we know now, um, but yeah, I guess we can remind to remind each other of the reminders. Okay, great. Remind uh, to remind each other of the reminders. Uh, Garrett Cole had a perfect game going. He did uh, after JMO's perfect game. So the stadium just getting like treats of a homestand. This might be the best June homestand mm. in 10 years. I don't know. Whatever, like that's a that's a they they kept saying it like the game we were at Thursday was right playoff vibes and then my brother and my parents were at the game this game and they said the like it was awesome vibes it's June first yeah. third of the season I uh... against the Angels and the Tigers you know if it's the Red Sox sure you're gonna get that but it's pretty cool our guy Dan Rourke who has a way with words when he doesn't mean to um, he had a great tweet. He he was in the office Friday, and I I quote well I didn't quote tweet him I you know I bleeped out the name, um, but he basically said like it's summer's here like it's hot outside the Yankees are dominant and it feels like that's how God wants things, um, <laughs> and, then, and the Rangers and and after that he kind of he kind of firmly said and you know it's we get caught up we're we're in our early 30s there's a lot of people in this office that are in their early 20s that like kind of miss that 90s era of baseball that we we were first introduced to the game and Dan was saying like you know this team is playing how how he was told those teams felt like and and they are and they are like look at this series man you know no basically basically back-to-back perfect games (laughs) Uh, they're up thirteen nothing in the first one. It they they're just a factory right now. 
Um, literally off on a pace to what would break the best record for a regular season baseball team. Yes. I mean, they're, I mean, they're automatic. It's, it'll, and you know what, you know, what's the odd part. And this is where we get to be cocky Yankee fans. Cause you're like, it'll, it'll come down like the other shoe. Like that. They'll have a, a rougher stretch. They'll have like a 500 ish month, but it won't, they, they won't affect the record really. But then you think, well, if they were to have that, it would kind of be the last two weeks with Stanton and JD on the IL and Rizzo slugging, Gallo and Hicks not participating, and the bullpen being decimated. And they just went on a tear. They just won six in a row. They've won six in a row. It it is a homestand. Um and the but pitching, I'm saying, like, the pitcher not as, right now. The starting pitching is as good as starting pitching has like ever been ever been in yes. a rotation. So that's you know, that I'm I'll bow down to the baseball gods a little bit. Like the baseball gods can rear their head. We are getting a pitching performance every night that gives any team in baseball a shot. And you just hope that if the pitching falters, the bats or the bullpen can make up for it. Well Aaron Judge comes. is also continuing his MVP campaign. So it you know, while while a couple things went wrong, it it, it can definitely a baseball season can sneak up on you worse than that. But um, no, I mean, our, you know, I, I was, I, I hate to say I was laughing pretty hard, but you know, you and I, we, we've been, we've been doing this for five years now or whatever. And seeing Miguel Andujar saying he wants to be traded. It's like, Oh, you're the last person waiting. Uh, everyone else uh, on the Yankees organization has been on the bus waiting for that. So, um, I believe he asked for it last year too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you, you. What's the uh, juxtapose his his ability to hit with what we saw Tigers hitters trying to do the first two games of the series? And it's like, it, it was pretty funny. You, you know, Yankee fans, even even in their, you know, there's that 1% of every fan base that sucks. And, you know, I, I go back, I think game two of this year, Aaron Judge got a couple boo birds because he was making outs and he turned down the 213 mil. Pretty funny that a Yankee player who's who's liked demanded a trade and everyone's like yeah you're right like yeah <laughs> no like oh, Boyd did it last year and the and they turned on him and he got last year to last year wasn't real um yeah i guess that's a that's a product of last year yeah more than anything else so i guess yeah anything else from this game um Yeah, Donaldson, the only one without a hit. Uh, you know, again, half tongue in cheek. It's funny Hicks gets the hit with runners in scoring position, and then we find out that there was tipping after the game. Um, yeah. It's kind of like a and yeah, the, you know, the Hicks Gallo conversation that's been overhanging this whole season. It's you know, Gallo's not in this game, so he essentially doesn't get free free at bats uh, against a pitcher that's tipping. Um, as as they continue their race for the nine hole of this lineup, Matt Carpenter, man, how about him? And I think we saw today that even if he's not in the starting lineup, he's a legitimate pinch hitter, which they don't have and haven't had this season, and is a nice thing to have. I think he, I think something would have to happen for him to not be here for a while, because of that, because of that ability. To back up first and third, be a lefty, 
use the short porch and pinch hit. Yeah, and I, I think uh, not not necessarily a negative note, but what we know about the Yankees organization and, and what we saw today too, um, that, yeah, they, they've almost in a way with the Carpenter breakout, like they'll they'll be able to have one or two pinch hitters off the bench and still be able to put out a decent lineup. Um, you know, they had Carpenter and Stan available to go today. Uh, and I, I think they might like that as well because that's some, that's some greedy Yankees-ish. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, all right, want to burn game two? I want to look one thing up really quickly if you don't mind. You can look everything up that you want. No, because you know if I start bringing up islands, I could get lost for days. That's true. Um, have we seen... We haven't seen Matt Carpenter play the field yet. Um, so I guess that's that's my only, like, let's circle that as a, as a note of now. Because we think he can play third and first, but do the Yankees think he can play third and first? True. And then do they need him to? I guess, yeah. No, that's a good note. We haven't seen him at all yet? DH, 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 pinch hit, DH, 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 pinch hit. Cool. So, we'll see. We will see. I mean, in in 2021 for the Cardinals, he played first, second, and third. I don't know what that looked like, but... Of note yeah. as of now. If you're a Cardinals fan, let us know. Let us know, all the Cardinals fans listening to Talking Yanks. They exist, man. Oh, I know it. They're out there. They're out there. Let's do game two. How could we possibly do better than game one? It's Savvy Saturday in the Bronx as he tries to somehow keep up with his rotation mates as the Tigers would get frisky with Brisky, a bow Brisky on the bump. Blackjack, 21 showing for Aaron Judge as he flips the first pitch of the game out of the park. one nothing Yanks. It stay that way into the sixth. Anthony Bourdain Rizzo visits parts unknown with another solo shot. 2 nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing. Luis Severino, seven innings pitch, one hit, kind of. Zero earned runs, 10 Ks. The sack fly is underrated as Donaldson drives in Higgy, but the pitching is not. Sevy to King to Robot Horse. Yanks win 3-0 as they no-hit the Tigers. Sorry, IKF. Let's go, Yanks. <laughs> oh, man. How about Sevy? How about the Yankees? But how about Sevy, man? I mean... I know it's been talked about. I saw our dude Joe's uh, talking about it. He's a, and a lot of people say, he's a more complete pitcher now than the Seve we used to know. It's, he got more pitches. I don't, know, I don't know. I would love to hear the story about that and ask him, like, do you think, I, I think Joe said at one point that he said that he, the new arm, the way his arm feels like has helped the change up. Right. But I wonder also, like, mentality-wise, if he kind of, you know, I was like, hey, I need more. I need to do more. You know, I need, saw Cole have th- four pitches, saw Monty have five. 
and realize I can't just be kind of fastball slider guy. But he's a he's nasty. Yeah, you'd uh you'd like to see his uh his cutter usage. He he really throws him to only one part uh of of the dish. Yeah, I I was um because I had a weird moment and and Yankee fans. Oh, okay. I was gonna attack them for a second. I I should reset. Uh, I knew the tweet wasn't going to be perfectly received, but like I, you know, Jakey Baseball uh, in one of my savant moments, him and King pair perfectly together. Um, Sevy's because Sevy right now is about seventy five percent fastball changeup, um, and that's kind of surprising, right? Because we, you know, we know Sevy's got a pretty good slider. We know he's been working in the cutter. Um, but with King coming in with that devilish two-seamer and the sweeping slider, I just, I had like a, a deja vu moment where like it's October 13th and Seve and King just combined for nine innings, one earned run. Like I, I think those two are, are uh, uh, macaroni and cheese and chicken dish. Um, what goes well with mac and cheese? Like what's your ideal mac and cheese pairing? Brisket? People like bris like yeah, barbecue yeah, and mac and yeah, cheese. Yeah, it's it's anything on a grill. I mean, a burger, a brisket. Maybe that was the pairing. Um, but yeah, man. And hey, do we need to put just the smallest of asterisks and talk about how bad these tigers are? Maybe. Uh, but Sevy looks fantastic. The baseball savant echoes it. Um, well, yeah, but 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 and that, it that's all what feels you do. great. Yeah, the tigers aren't really a swinging team. But then compare other teams' performances against them. I, I don't know if they had a perfect game of one hitter. Right. No hitter. Oh. No hitter. Dude, you know what? They kept showing the slow-mo replay of it. Yeah. And that kept making me think, and this, we're talking about the ball that right at uh, Kiner that he didn't get. And that, that slow-mo replay looked like it was just humped right towards him mm. and was like, dude, come on. Yeah, how is that? But... Then I looked up the exit velo. It's 109 miles per hour off yeah, the bat. Nothing. And then I watched it in live time. And I was like, nah, uh, yeah. no, that was. And then I heard Kiner talk about it. And he was like, well, I thought I had it, but it had slider movement and just dipped. And I just needed to protect my face. And I'm fine. I'm, I'm not really upset about that one. Um, but the slow-mo makes it look catchable like, like slow-mo tends to do. Uh, like, like I looked at the slow one. I was like, oh, I wasn't that fast. It had a hump to it. And then he's like, then it find out. No, it was 109 with that movement. Yeah, that was a uh, uh, pretty uh, tough. It was a 109 knuckler. That was the R.A. Dickey's the thing, but thrown at little league distance. Um, yeah, and that's I, I tweeted it out as a joke. I was like, I'm going to call in to WFN tonight and say that IKF <laughs> keeps blowing our perfect games. Um <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Didn't uh, make the call. Jess hates when I do that, but um, yeah. Call and tell, T- tell Keith. I thought about it. I had to attend attending Kelsey's wedding and enjoying myself there. So I'll call in another time, Keith. Yankees are a little spoiled with with exit velo stuff, Judge and Stanton, and and they're kind of sick of it. But guys don't hit the ball hundred nine very often. Yankees do. Other guys don't. So it's, yeah, that was a real one. Yeah, that was fast. Okay. Um, yada, yada, yada. What else? What else from this game? Uh, what else from this game? I mean, Rizzo, uh, 
he hits the homer. We've been talking about his bounce back month and not worrying about July. If he does, this this boded boded well for this. Uh, oh, 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 never mind. Okay, I don't know if you're giving it out as an award later, but um, Judge is the leadoff batter, right? First pitch, first pitch homer, yeah. which is hilarious because Judge. They asked Judge, and he said, oh, I asked DJ and some of the guy and Hicksy, like, what, you know, what do you do when you're, you know, what's a leadoff, about a leadoff approach and stuff? And they said, oh, don't do anything different. And he swings at the first pitch. I mean, homers. But yeah. it's funny because that's like, like, you know, leadoff guy is supposed to see pitches, work the count. And if you do get, you do swing, get it. And he swings and he gets it because he's Judge. Um, devastating. I I mean, I, I don't like Judge in the leadoff spot. And it was only because DJ was sitting, but. Your old adage, do what the other team doesn't want you to do. Bo Brisky did not want to face Judge leadoff. No, no, and Bo, Bo Brisky looked looked pretty good on this day. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's it's not a part of the storyline of the season yet. because uh, you know, DJ, we still kind of want to tap into that. But yeah, man, and we we saw Judge come up in big spots today, and that's that's the whole argument behind the leadoff spot is that you get that guy up more. Um, so I don't know. I it, it hurts my baseball traditionalist a little bit too. I I said before the season, and I'll say right now, if DJ's right, I still think that's the Yankees' scariest lineup scenario. Um, but you know, not going to be closed off to it because, man. That's a, that ain't a bad way to start the game. Are you going to talk about King later on at all? He, he appears in two games this series, and in this game um, was really his first time being used as, like, an eighth inning holds guy. Your, your best case scenario here is just one inning. That's all we want. We have our closer up. It was the first time we've seen – him kind of deployed in that way. And then in game three, which we haven't burned yet, we see it again uh, in extra innings. But, but at one point, we, you and I were asking, keep him stretched out. like keep. And now they're not, but I think we both are okay with it because of the circumstances of Chad, Johnny, and, and Chappie going down. Yeah, I mean, a, a little bit out of necessity, and, and that's kind of how it works. Um and, yeah, I mean, I was watching with BBD in the office and, you know, both kind of eyebrows went up because it was back-to-back days, uh, which mm-hmm. Kinger had not done that this season. I'd, I'd have to look even back at past years to see if he's done that. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm i fine with it for now. And I, I guess the thing is, as this season goes and develops, uh, whatever happens – you know, guys can get stretched out, and if if the playoffs roll around and we've got a seven, eight, nine, we like better than a single inning, Mike King. Uh, you you can do that, or you can you can line them up for my my Sevy King pairing. I like that he can be stretched out to thirty five pitches again or whatever. So, uh, you know, maybe. You could spin it any, any way. Like, maybe for now it's even a, a blessing. Maybe it saves his inning count for the year because we were on an aggressive path. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he looked nasty. I mean, he got it done Yes, this game, game two, and then game three, he looked, like, filthy. And I know it was an extra, so it definitely wasn't a conscious effort. But also pretty smart, you know, 
definitely this year. I'll bring up the game log from last year, but I think this is probably King's first back-to-back. Uh, it's got to be. Um, doing it after a day where he only throws seven pitches. Um, yeah, I'm sure I've factored in. I, you know, again, he comes in in the extra, so not fully factored. But, hey, um, yeah, it se- seems like we're being smart with stuff. I like that. Let's smartly move on to the game three burn. Mm. Well, heck, let's see what's going on down on the farm. Two former Yankees farmhands, Ronnie Jerry Garcia, tries to show the Tigers aren't dead versus Jordan Montgomery going for the sweep. Yankees go down to nothing. Baez and Daz, a couple Z's. Lowell, Monty to sleep. 6.12 earned for Monty, but bottom five. Joey sends him to the gallows. Holy cow, like a good night out. We are tied up at twos. A new hit song from DJ26. This one's called Walk. RBI walk for DJ. 3-2 lead. The bullpen holds. Uh, uh, They don't? 4-3 Tigers. What's happening? Jeff passing? But Jim, bottom eight. Torres, a little fielder's choice. Rizzo scores on the error. Torres goes to second. It's four to four. Bunos Cantos in the boogie down. My King, Mike King holds, and Donaldson sacrifices himself for the team. The Yankees walk it off. They go Monty to Schmidt to Castro to Wandy to Mike King, Mike King. They sweep the Tigers as they win 5 4 finals. Good stuff. Good stuff. A good game. Mm. You were traveling. Oh, it was on an app. We were traveling. You got to watch the end of the office. I was tweeting about it. Uh, That's the best national broadcast I've seen. That broadcast was basically take all of my brain of what I've wanted from a national broadcast and do it. They had a simple score bug. They had color analysts from both teams. I actually thought Flash was great. I thought he was better than and like more energetic than when he does some Yankee games. And I, and Jack Morris was good too, who I don't know if he's good over there. Um, they showed the game. They didn't do too many like split any split screens or infield things. I think they missed a couple pitches. And I also love the 830 in the morning start. So I just want to get that out there. I'm usually I'm pretty tough critic of baseball broadcasts. And I went into it thinking, oh no. Right. And uh, like Apple has the great cameras. Right. But the rest of it, I'm not thrilled with. This was uh, delightful. And I like the 1130 start. So it's happy with that. I already pay for Peacock. I should say that. If I had to spend money for a single game, that would have bothered me as well. Yeah, I was uh, I was radio uh, on the flight because airplane Wi-Fi is still like a fake Wi-Fi. Uh, nobody's really talked about that. Like kind of what are we doing airplanes? Like it just feels like it's there, but it's not. Um, so yeah, I was Sterling and Susan, which again, you know, I, I, I enthuse, not sure if that's a word, any Yankee fan to go, you know, once or twice a month, go get you some John and Susan. Cause you're going to get some lines that are just unmatched. Um, Did you, oh my God, were you listening to him? Cause I was at the beach and then running errands with my dad, but it was always on my phone, which is great about the app. Right. But were you listening when Gallo struck out with the bases loaded? Sure was. 
Oh my god! Were you BBD? Were you running Jay Sterling calls or anything? Did you have it on? I think that was like right when I got to the office or close to it. I hadn't I hadn't fired up Sterling yet. Gallo looks at the fastball 0-2 for strikeout three, and Sterling just dropped like a. That was horrible. Oh, that was awful. That was uh, <laughs> yeah. He he didn't sugarcoat that. Susan gave him like a. I don't uh, what. I'm not sure what he's arguing about. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, there, there's just some stuff that you can't replicate in nature. Uh, Susan, you know, I've, I've mentioned it before. I, I, I first realized Anthony Rizzo's a very sick man in the head. He loves getting hit by pitches on bunts, how far in he plays. And so Susan, uh, you know, strumming up good baseball convo, goes, look how far Anthony Rizzo is, is on the infield. John, can you remember anyone doing? I, I, I can't remember any player doing that. And he goes, well, Ted Simmons. And you just go, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot, uh, you know, 70s Cardinals Ted Simmons, how, how far in he used to come in for bunts. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you just get a couple moments like that that are unreal. And, you know, he, he, he also knows that he's there's, – there's some stuff where he walks all over himself, but he admits it. Like, he started telling a Willie Mays story, and he's like, I, you know, he's like, I – a, I picked a bad time to tell it. B, I know you guys don't care, but I'm going to still tell it. And, yeah. and it's just once or twice a month or, you know, that that time you can't sit in front of the TV. Plug. So on the on the Peacock broadcast, when Rizzo was in like that, Jack Morris at one point goes, look where Rizzo's playing. And Flash goes, yeah, he's a good first baseman. He's he he'll get all the way down there. And it's just so like, yes, use the people that know the teams on the broadcast because mm-hmm. it was so cool to hear. One guy be perplexed by it, but then immediately have another guy be like, yep, he does that. That's just yeah. normal. Uh, so good job by Peacock. I appreciate that. Um, and again, was not expecting to enjoy it. Expectations. Well, I, but that's not particularly for them. It's right. all national broadcast. Uh, and ESPN had gotten better too with Coney. Uh, I just still don't like the all the split screens and not right. and interviews, interviews and featurettes and podcasts and like that of ESPN. The Peacock okay. mid game interviews. I'm, I'm normally pretty hard on those as well. I, I think they ask good questions and kept it quick. They ask they great got, questions. Yeah, like DJ really just got thrown base. out at third base and they were like, what do you, what do you got on that? And they didn't ask anything else. Like they didn't like some brought like ESPN would sometimes like that. I know that just happened, but we want to get back to the, before the game. You, and it's like, no, ask about the relic. So, yeah. What else do you got on this game? Um, Decision-wise, I know um, some Gallo stuff that I got lined up. Uh, mm-hmm. Monty pitches well. I don't think Monty's going to get an award, so if we want to talk about Monty right now, 6.1, five hits, two earned runs. Found the curveball later in the game. Um, Miguel Cabrera just got him. Uh, how Did he have three hits and a walk? Uh, Miggy yeah. Cabs, three hits and a walk. Yeah, Yankees did not get him out today. Yeah, but again, Monty goes six innings. They go him out. They put him out for the, the seventh. He gets the out and then immediately takes him out. So that's, I guess, was the plan. It was get this guy because he's a lefty, I believe, right? It was yeah. Castro. And uh, you're done. Looked like he knew it. Everyone knew it. Uh, you bring in Schmidt. I don't I don't, I don't fully like still love that they do that, but I guess I can just accept it. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I've said it a couple times, and I uh, half laziness, half y- your brain would dice it up differently, but their bullpen was on a crazy aggressive pace, uh, and then there were injuries, and we were worried about everyone. Man, it obviously ties to incredible, like, unreal starting pitching performances, uh, but, man, they, they are resting the bullpen. Uh, so that... For when we're talking about this stretch and what the Yankees are up to, and things had seemingly some things had gone wrong between injuries and you know overuse of the bullpen, what their starting pitching has done ha- has not only saved this team in multiple aspects, but it's thrived. So, yeah, I I mean we're playing with house money a little bit, and there's a little bit of that. If Monty hadn't gotten that guy out, then we're talking about bringing Clark Schmidt, who again is a traditional starting pitcher into a situation where there would have been a runner on base. That doesn't happen this time. Monty gets the lefty. Um, and yeah, yeah I, I would have let Monty stay. Uh, he had 90 pitches. And he, he got sharper as the game went, I thought. And it's the bottom of the order. So that's where, and then and then you have Clark for the, the later on if you want, or then you have... King, if he was available, and if they get the get the lead in the eight and the nine, so I'm not worried. I don't I don't care about this. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm giving lighthearted takes here. I just I, I would have liked for Monty's sake. I think he was only at ninety pitches. I think he could have continued. I don't really care. It all worked out. Ninety all pitches well. is Monty's high this year. Um, so that could that's of note. Yeah, that that could also be a factor there. How much? So you um, have second most. He's got an eighty-eight. He's got an eighty-seven. Um, okay, so well, let's he, push him then. He's he's been in the range, yeah. I mean, for for some reason they've been that way with Monty for a little bit. So there's got to be something the numbers are telling them. Um, but yeah, and then you know it, it just turns into the, you know this this whole season's been bizarre for Monty. Last season, how many times did we talk off talk about a pissed off Monty? Uh, that I I think in this situation he gets that lefty out. He can't lose the game. Um, you, you don't leave that little bit of risk for him having a bad day. So uh, it is what it is, and it works out for the Yankees because that's that's kind of the only option for the Yankees right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then they they do some pinch hitting. I kind of have a conversation about that for later on, so okay. I think that's it. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe it's maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Muggsy. Mm. We're going to pivot to the awards section of the show, which is brought to you by Muggsy Jeans. The only jeans I wear are my favorite jeans. I was at the game Thursday wearing my Muggsy Jeans. Mm. A lot of people came up, said hi, took pictures with us. Appreciate that. I love that. And in those pictures, I'm wearing my Muggsy Jeans because they're comfortable as shit. That's their official tagline. Yeah. You could shit yourself and you still be comfy in these jeans. No, I have most damn comfortable jeans around. Most damn... Oh, okay. Nothing about the shit? No, the S word... The only S word I see in here is style. Style. They are stylish. More room for your testicles. Does say that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I've, uh, I haven't measured, but I think so. Yeah. But yeah, where can they go and what can they use? Do you have that? Jim, Muggsy.com. Bang. Yep. Promo code YANKS, 10% off your entire order. Uh, 
Go check them out. The, the stretch jean for men. They've also got a swim collection now. I'm going to have to mess around with that. Seems a little bit more my lane. The seven inch seams. No netting. Mm. Let the boys dance a little bit. Uh, uh, if you haven't tried their jeans yet, you, you have to. I've, I've got the, the black. I've got like a green pair that's a little swaggy. Uh, Mugsy.com. Promo code Yanks. 10% off your entire order. I was wearing Mugsy at the game. You and I, well, we were dressed very similar for, we're starting, you know, we're starting to dress like twins because we just wear the clothes that our sponsors yeah. send us. Yes. And there's been a couple of days where we show up to the office wearing the same exact thing. You In your bra. Ha. Ha ha. All right. We're going to go to awards. Yeah. The first award we give out is called the. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees award. I want, I'm going to give it to a guy. I think I, there's two guys I really want to give it to. Right. Like two guys I really want to give it to. But I can only give it to one. Yeah. My pride of the Yankees is Garrett Cole. Okay. Garrett Cole. Maybe my favorite outing of the year. Obviously, because all the things that I've been saying I want him to do, he did. Yeah. Um, he might not value that. He might not think of it as one of his best starts of the year. I have no idea, but I, I thought it was good. Uh, and what I mean by that is the first two innings, he threw like 12 total pitches. Um, he didn't get a single strikeout the first two innings. Now, clearly the Tigers had the strategy of let's ambush him and swing hard, but his stuff isn't easy to hit, even if you swing hard and it's in the zone. And that's kind of what I've been saying. Like, dude, you can get this. And that allows you to build it up. And then he started striking out people like crazy because the Tigers bottom the order. He was in the zone and they couldn't hit it. Top of the order could put it in play, but it wasn't big hits. Uh, two hits, zero earned runs, seven innings pitched. And I did some digging on this, Jake, to kind of like back it up to see if I'm crazy or not. And what I looked at was the first two pitches of the at bat, the first three innings of the game. So first time facing a guy, basically the first three innings of the game, the first two pitches thrown um, on the season before this game, he was 43% of those were balls really trying to get the swing and miss stuff uh, nibbling, maybe whatever, but 43% balls, in this game, it was 29%. So he cut it down a ton. In the first two innings, he only threw two balls in those first two pitches of the at-bat. So he was just attacking them with strikes early, um, which I liked a whole bunch. And then and then he also had the perfect game, obviously, and didn't, um, didn't uh, unravel. The single happens, another single happens, and you're thinking, uh-oh, this isn't like a Cole story. This is like a storyline, like in baseball, that right. when you have, you're, you're pitching for one thing that is fucking monumental and can change your life and, like, put you in the history books, and then all of a sudden, you're just pitching for the game at hand, which was a blowout. Like, uh-oh. And then he gets the strikeout of the pinch hitter and calls it a day and passes it to Manny Benuelos, which is a fun story. So, yeah, I, this is probably my favorite Cole outing of the season. Yeah, I... Uh Interested to see going forward. Uh, you know, we know sometimes Cole does get nibbly and go for the strikeouts. Um, this is a easy team to attack for sure or feel confident about 
attacking them. There's a little retribution because this was the team right. where he nibbled the most in Detroit and had the shortest outing because he wouldn't just throw it in the zone and he wa- walked so many people. So it was a little bit of uh, you know the storyline there. His last eight starts, he has a two zero three ERA. Uh, again, just part of how comical and good uh, this Yankees rotation uh, has been of late. He uh, he's really good, man. He, he's he's still he's very much Garrett Cole. We uh, love Nestor Cortez Jr., love Jamison Tyone, love Sevy. Uh, hell hell, love us some Monty. Uh, I I will go back to our Yankee office muse briefly. Uh, I saw Dan Rourke walking the streets before I got into the office, which was mm. funny seeing him in society. Um, and then we both went into Duncan. It was like, yeah, yo. Um, and then he casually, you know, this is a Friday morning at Dunkin' Donuts, and Dan Rourke goes, if the World Series was today, who'd you want to start in game one? <laughs> And uh, we both looked at each other, and you go through the options, and, you know, Nestor's been the best Homer, pitcher in the— What's Homer that? On the ro- Homer on the road is what I'd say. Nestor's been the best pitcher in the American League, second best uh, ERA-wise. Uh, Jameson Tyone just dropped—he's he's, was number two in the Yankees rotation. Garrett Cole, you, you guys know everyone. Uh, it's it, it's still obviously Garrett Cole. Um, he uh, is— his stuff and when he's right and if you want to go hamstring last wild card game but yeah he uh he's being he's being Garrett Cole and that's that's pretty cool it is it is good stuff Garrett 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 who's your pride of the Yankees Jim yeah I think I might do a little bit of funny business here no because pride is an interesting nothing word, to be, right? Nothing to joke about here. Pride's a really interesting thing, right? Oh, no. And I think I might be going with the longest-tenured Yankee. Oh, no. Manny Banuelos. Uh, James, we have heard about Manny Banuelos for years. For years. Um, and, you know, I, I get a little more romantic about the baseball stories than you. You... Or the minor league baseball story. Some, you, you dig into the real side of it. It's like, wow, maybe you should have gave up on it. Manny Banuelos, who, by the way, got, got a little bit of his... He's, he's been in the show before uh, with uh, Atlanta. And then he popped up with the White Sox a few years back. He ends up back in the Yankees org. He has a great spring training. Um, the Yankees injury bug hits. He gets the call up and then it was a couple games there. He doesn't get in the game and you start doing a, you know, you start doing that other side of baseball tales. Like, Hey, we got to get Manny Banuelos in this game. He comes in two innings, shut piece. He gets his Yankees strikeout. Um, and man, uh, he is 31, 31 years old. Uh, and he finally makes his Yankees debut, uh, going from being a top prospect in 2011 uh, to where he is now. It's, it's cool to see him wearing the pinstripes uh, and getting out there. So my pride of the Yankees is Manny Banuelos. I appreciate the sentimental one. 
just feel bad for a guy because I don't think I'm going to give him an award because I have other awards lined up. Sure. I feel like he deserved a pride. Okay, play your game, man. I will. You got you got first. You can do whatever you want. I actually haven't even thought about MF or yet. You yucky motherfucker. Is there an easy option? You tell me. Um besides just like a layup. Oh my goodness, there's not, dude. It's just the same guys. They swept. They swept. You know, the last couple of years, yeah. I've always said sweeps, you still gotta do them at MF for them's the rules. You've been adamant about it. Been adamant about it, but they're really good this year, and it's just the same two guys over and over, and I just feel awful about it. Um <sighs> um I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Castro. Okay. Let's hear it. Gave up, gave up two hits, didn't even get three outs. Only other person to give up more than two hits got went 6.1 innings. So you lose because you lose. But then I feel bad, like, because that's rude to Castro to put it on his record. Okay. Um, so Gallo. So Gallo gets the MFR. No, Gallo doesn't Hicks. BBD's typed a lot of letters on the keyboard. Who is Jimmy? We're gonna do Yankee MFR. Who's your Yankee MFR? Hicks. Okay. It's tough. Who's yours? You gonna explain it or no? No. Okay. Um, because of his uh, situation, uh, he made our starting left fielder go to the minors and get sad. Mm. I mean, in the last, in the 10 game run that Andujar was up, he was the starting left fielder, started nine of the 10 games. Hicks started. I'll say eight because he was injured for two that they sat him, uh, but they said he was available. He said four. He started four out of the eight or four out of the 10, depending on how hard that or bad that injury really was. Uh, and I'm not going to blame Andor for having a contract. I understand the business side, but that stinks, man. That's what Boone said in his press conference. He's like, yeah, he's obviously been starting for us, but that's the way he crumbled. And if they weren't 20, Three games over 500. I, I wonder what they would have done with that decision. If they were in the middle of that slog with the Rays and the Jays and wins weren't as easy to come by, would it have been Andujar or would they have done something creative? Um, but yes, right now he's got a roster spot Hicks because he doesn't have options left. Um, 
They can't send him down. Doesn't have trade value. They can't trade him. But he's got a roster spot. And Anduhar doesn't. And Anduhar's outplaying him. So, Hicks. Good Yankee MF -er. Um, Yeah, <laughs> tough. Yo, I don't know if you have the Rangers game on, but Igor just did like a fantastic sell job. Like took a stick to the face and then like did like, if you were in a movie and you're like, all right, now fake like you took a bullet to the head and jump backwards. Right. <laughs> Got a penalty out of it. That picture of him with the home crowd behind him is uh, yeah. as iconic as it gets. Yeah. Um, good, tough MFR. Racking him up this year. Um, and thank God you passed on Castro because it's Castro, Jim. Um, he, A, hasn't been getting used a lot. Uh, since May 19th, he's only made six appearances now. And in half those appearances, uh, he's given up earned runs. Uh, and this was a time when he was kind of needed to step up. Like, remember the first month or so of this season where he was like our crazy bonus piece? Like, Miguel Castro would come out in a sixth or seventh inning and be lights out, and we'd be like, oh, my God, you're not Joely Rodriguez. This is incredible. Um, he's kind of... We've been looking for some higher leverage bullpen innings, and he's uh, he's kind he's half-flunked the dunk a little bit. So, um, uh, I will go Castro. Uh, again, there was, a, there was that period of time where he, like, didn't get used at all. Um you know, since May 22nd, he's only had three appearances. Um, one of those is .1 innings. So there's kind of something going on with M Miguel Castro. I don't know if it's Yankees just playing it super safe and conservative or, um, you know, it, maybe he's a, a, a rust guy. Like maybe he needs the regular appearances to be sharp. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll get that, that theory starting to form. Because, yeah, his, his recent numbers just uh, are mid. And I don't like Whoa. that. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. hey. Ranger score. Yep. Um, well, I would want to look into like Elaine. Like, is there is there a pattern we don't know about when they use them and who he who when they use him and who they use him against? And it really has to show itself. Like Litke. Like the way we know that, you know, if there's not these batters in this series, Litke's gonna disappear. Like I I don't know. I I'm curious, genuine. If we were to dig in. Is that why suddenly he's gone for a little bit or not? Um, but but in this game, I don't know if you saw, like, like, I think Rizzo stops that ball and the run doesn't score nine out of ten times because right. he's that good. And uh, the the Miggy Cabs hit, I mean, he was three for three, and that was kind of like a little just like he just flicked his wrist too, right? It was Miggy Cabs day at the stadium, so uh, gave out bobbleheads and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I maybe uh, it's tough because he's he's kind of wild. So I was gonna I was gonna say he was maybe our middle inning get out of innings guy, uh, but with runners on base, we we saw with the the wild pitch pass ball today. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go on a keep Miguel Castro regular uh, hunt because uh, he's six seven and it's like he slings it anyway. So I, I think even if the appearances get up there, that's okay. Uh, yeah, it's tough to keep any of these guys regular when the when the yeah starters are going so good and then and then they're winning so big. Yeah, we we went from overusing the pen to like fighting to get guys innings, which um, 
Like, Licky's like an, a missing person on this team. Licky hasn't pitched since May 28th. Just, yeah, the just starters have been so good. They should go to a four-man bench. <laughs> yeah. Well, they already are a four-man bench. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. We're McKay down. Go to five. Um, Screw it. Right? All right, my there, first award. Nachos out there. He's still on there? Yeah. Um, my first award, Jake. Yeah. Is and this is a classic one. This is a uh this is I didn't know if this was gonna fully show up. And then it kind of like it's the Averex Award, obviously. Oh, boy. I think I wouldn't doubt if one hundred people yeah. thought Averex when Joey Gallo hit that home run. I wouldn't doubt if 1,000 people thought my guess, it. My guess is Joey Yellow. Yeah, uh, good guess. That thought it when he hit that home run. Now, I appreciate the homer tied the game. But I was at a point with Joey Gallo before this game, because in game two, he goes 0 for 3, 3 Ks, bad strikeouts. Like, dude, what? Bad strikeouts. And for the first time before Sunday's game, I said, oh, shit. Like, is DFN Gallo an actual thing? Like, is he going to have no trade suitors and they just need to replace him and that's what happens? Because, you know, you have the DFA crowds and they always want to DFA everybody, even though you know, like, well, they wouldn't DFA him. They'd trade him or they'd option him or whatever. I still don't know. I, it was just the first time I thought, like, is that actually going to be an option? Because he's, like, bad. Uh, and then he hits that homer and home run, and I'm like, oh, how much more time does that buy him? And then they pinch hit for him two at bats later. So I'm like, well, maybe it didn't, maybe it wasn't. So I don't know. That was all my thoughts. Yeah, it's there's there's as per usual with Joey. There's there's a lot to there's a lot to unravel there. Um, and there's a whole nother conversation too on top of this, um, about his d- defensive positioning which I was going to give the push come to shove award because he's only played right field since Andujar came and he's looked fine. What are you going to do? Cause Stan's healthy. Now judge is there. Stan wants to play the field. Judge is now a center fielder. He's played like eight of his last nine games yeah. in center field. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Interested to see, uh, look at the Yankees upcoming schedule a little bit. Cause we, we have st- seen Stan play a solid left field, um, but you know he kind of can't patrol Yankee Stadium left field because it's massive. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know I I had people tweeting at me potential Yankees uh, outfield rotation series to series, and I I very much appreciate that. Um, just, I'm I'm still kind of shocked that they they haven't tried a, a center field Gallo at some point because it it points to that everything he can do that. Um, yeah, I. I thought an Avarex award uh, might might happen here. Um, there's a part you're, of me you're that, one of the thousand. There's there's a part of me that is intrigued by by Nine Hole Joe, uh, Joey Nine Holes, um, just because hey he's been better out of the Nine Hole this year, and it, it feels like the defensive thing. You know, confidence as I've talked about the last few shows. I'm starting to think the left field stuff tied into that. Um, because in his games playing right field, his his hitting has been better. 
because um, we're coming off an Angel series where his hitting stats ended up looking fine, and now he hits, hits a big, big game tying home run in this series. So uh, I don't know, Cuddy, our guy, just just wrote an article about Joey Gallo and kind of the Yankees' options. I, I thought that was really well done. Um, where well, what, what was the if you don't want, I don't I mean you don't rip the article, I guess, but what was some of the options? That he I mean, he out? just he laid out the like like Phantom IL, um, keep playing them. Uh, DFA him or trade him, and he kind of did the the realism of those options. And um, yeah, I mean, I, not to not to freak you out, but you know, DFA and uh, DFA and trade both. He was kind of like seemed very low options. So I, I I think the Yankees are kind of in bed with Joey. Obviously, if things get bad and you get up to the trade deadline, I, I get bad. Well, I, I, they can get worse, surprisingly. Uh, I, I think they're going to try out every option. Like we're saying right now, play them in right field. Help play them in center field. I, I think you need to flush out, and I think they're going to flush out every option because if they can tap into something with him in the nine hole and he can become a, a 780 OPS player out of the nine hole, then it you know it, it's not what you wanted, but it's a different kind of solution. So... Uh, I don't know. 780. Kill for 780. I know. Still, I don't, yeah, get bad and I don't know. We're still talking about him like, I don't get it. People still say he, he can carry a team when he's hot. What are you talking about? What are we talking about? Right. Chris Carter was the home run leader the, the season before. Like, wh- what are we talking about? Right. It's been a lot of games. I mean, we're hoping for Seven seven hundred OPS. I mean, it's five hundred right now. Yeah, hundred two games with the Yankees. A six fifty three OPS in that time. So, um, feels like it's just not working. Yeah, I mean, in in the scope of baseball, that's it could be considered a big or a small sample. I, I think they're going to keep testing out right field. I I. So what do you think they're moving? Standing left. Shocked that they haven't tried him in center yet. Um, I would have to look at their schedule. We, you know, Stanton A just coming off the IL. We know um, they haven't done that. They're going to at Minnesota, um, and they host. Yeah, that's why I push coming to shove with the situation. Are you going to put Stanton back in left, or are you going to put Gallo back in left? I mean, I'd I'd try Stanton. Like that's that's the thing where we just hit the the a third of this season mark. We still got two thirds to play with. Like there's still some experimenting and stuff we can try. Um, yeah, so. I just. If you try, I don't know. I wouldn't fuck with Stan. He says, sure, put me in left. I don't care. Okay, put him in left. If Stan says no, like if Judge is in center, I'll play right. I, yeah, I mean, I think we've wanna, clearly wanna, seen from Stan that, that those kind of old thoughts are out the window. He's he's pretty adamantly said, I I like playing the field. Absolutely, but, but they played him in right field because they don't want to injure him. Right, but that's not a Stan thing. That's a Yankees thing. No, that's what I'm saying. If it is a Stan thing and we don't know, or, right. or, don't, or if they really care about that, I don't mess with Stan. Yeah. I don't think they like, are, but... Getting Gallo right, right isn't and shouldn't be a thought anymore. Right. That's that's how far gone we are, but everyone's optimistic still, which I... Unbelievable. I can't believe it. I don't understand it. A hundred games could be a small sample or a large sample in baseball. I mean, he's played worse than this in his career at times. 
He's played a lot better than this in his career at times. He might be the worst hitter I've seen. Like, it's unbelievable. He's a head case. Took an 0 2 fastball down the middle with bases loaded and then turned to the ump. And be like, where was that? Yep. It's kind of nuts. Even when it's so going that was, well, it's not pretty. What's that? And even when he's going well, it's just not the most fun watch. No. Yeah. So doesn't, doesn't have that going for him. But then they pinch hit for him, and I was like, oh, maybe it's maybe they, it's not Avarex because he already <laughs> got benched. Was that so, Soto? Soto, I think. Soto. Soto yeah. for Stan. Yeah. yeah. It's a good pinch hit. Um, what else you got? You're up. Okay. Thank you. Uh, my first award leading up to the prestigious last award of the show. Um, I am going to go with, uh, uh, afterthoughts award. Afterthoughts. Afterthoughts award. Uh, judge. No. No, no, no. Um, James, we're sitting here uh, on a historic, a historic baseball team pace. That uh, you know, every Yes Network fact they put out there. Every time a Yankees team has gotten out to a start like this, they've won the American League. Uh, the Yankees are in pace to win 117 games. I every, hate those things that they're. Everything is rainbows and butterflies, except for you. They're torturing you, apparently, um, Jimmy. Something that's become just an actual afterthought. In our bullpen right now, in theory, there's only two guys we really like. Uh, Mike King and Clay Holmes. After that, it's like Wandy, who we love. Wandy, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's still Uncle Wandy to a degree. Like, it, you go back, go back three weeks and Wandy was like our seventh guy out of the bullpen. Clay Holmes, the robot horse, is now up to 26 innings scoreless. He is the Yankees' closer, a guy that we got for, like, throwing minor leaguers. He is one of the, if not the best, reliever in baseball. He is closing games. He hasn't given up a run in 24 appearances. And there's so much other good stuff and exciting things going on with this team He's just become an afterthought. It's not, it's not a story. It's, it's not, you're not seeing anyone. There's no articles about Nestor and how Nestor was a 35th round pick. And is Judge winning the MVP? And, and what? Glaber's bounce back. Nobody even cares. He's an afterthought because he's so good and so boring. 26 innings, 12 hits, 3 walks, no earned runs, and 28 strikeouts to the tune of a zero ERA. Um, and he's the closer for the New York Yankees. Nasty. Visibly nasty. I liked how when Coney was talking about the difference between Loisaga's two-seamer and Clay's, and how he said, Loisaga's is a two-seam fastball. It's got arm side run. Clay Holmes is a sinker. Everything yeah. is a devil dive dip. Falls off the table. It's very similar to like, Britain's pitch, even though Britain's a lefty, like it's kind of cool. 
bowling balls. Uh, yeah, and I, I think I'll throw this out there a little bit. Spoiled Yankee fans, back at you. Um, I think on any other team, and not even just talking about all the winning, like if there was a Houston team that was winning like this or Atlanta or whatever, but going back to the Yankees being like Mariano Rivera to like Primer Aldis Chapman, like closers don't just do this. <laughs> no, it's bizarre. And it's an afterthought. So yeah. uh, good job, Robot Horse. I We have been petitioning uh, for Wandy to be high leverage back end Wandy since the right. start of the season. And we saw again today that, or this series that, that throw that Wandy made, yeah. did you see that? Yeah. I mean, that is such a, he threaded the needle. That was such a nice play. He's a gamer, man. He's a gamer. Awesome. Gamer. Uh, my next award is the, ah, the nerds. Okay. Award. The ah, the nerds award. And it goes, who it goes to is in the award itself. Ah, the nerds. Uh, is it going to the nerds? Two for two. Okay, not bad. Two for two out of you. Not bad. It's going to Matt Blake and his gaggle of nerds. Yeah. I heard mm. a cool story that I don't know if it's public or not. I don't uh, I don't know. Like it, it sounds very Lindsay Adler-esque, but I don't know if she wrote about it. Mm. That at the end of the year last year, the Yankees, for the first time, they'd, they'd never done this before, maybe other teams have, sent all their pitchers down to Tampa to the gas station where they have all the technology that, what's the thing that tracks the pitches that they put in the middle of the field? It starts with an R, I think. No, there's... Ooh. Rapsodo. Yeah, the Rapsodo machine and all that stuff. Uh, and uh, at the end of the season, when they were kind of in flow and feeling good, tracked... They're each pitch, the slot that they were releasing it from, the the grip, the pressure point, this, the spin, so that when they came back and then gave them um, gave them workouts and stuff to do during the offseason to keep them going, which, I mean, you and I have been blown away that you would think that's normal, right. but it's not. Uh, and then in spring, when they came back, they threw, and then they were very easy to be like, oh, wait, your pit, your arm slot just moved on your fastball. Like, it was here at the end of last year. Let's get it back. And to help them get back into the flow quicker. And I don't know if other teams do this, but I heard it's the first time the Yankees did that. And I think it just is a good um, sample of the overhaul they did on their, when they hired Matt Blake, when they, they got rid of all the pitching coaches from from AAA, AA down, besides one guy I think survived, and just retooled the entire program so they were teaching the same things. Um, now, that was a cool nugget that I got to share with the, the Talking Yanks crowd because, it, I mean, all five starters are fucking in the top 20 in ERA. It's nuts. Coming into this year, we kind of said, like, what... What would Jameson Tyone truly be this year? And w will Nestor stick in the rotation? What do you, what do you do with Nestor Cortez Jr.? That was like a that was a popular Yes Network segment, and I was laughing because I was thinking back to our 
when we had our day in Stanford on Yes, uh, and everyone was all excited for us, uh, we, you know, we were prepped on some stuff, and we're like, you know, yeah, we can talk Yankees all day, so don't worry about it. Let's knock ourselves out. Jack Curry turned to me, and he goes, Jake, you think Nestor's going to repeat this year? And I was like, oh, uh, I hope so. Because uh, let's let's be honest, like, drinking that Kool-Aid was was tough. You, you wanted to believe. Um, they're incredible, man, and it's, you know, you and I – we march around little guys talking about the Yankees, whether it's talking baseball or wherever we pop up. And we tried to tell anyone that would listen, like the pitching was really good last year. Um, like the problem with the New York Yankees was their hitting. And, you know, people still didn't really believe that. Cause you still look at the names in the Yankees lineup and you're like, I don't know, man, like those, those Yankees will get you. Yankees hitting was, was bad last year. Um, and their pitching has now even taken another step, which makes sense. Um, uh, as as uh, Matt Blake's system becomes more established throughout the organization, and um, you know, just you can look at pretty much every name, whether it's Clay Holmes, who's now our closer. Um, heck, Wandy is a two-seven guy since he's been a Yankee. That's over sixty appearances now. Um, Michael King in his development, uh, like our our bullpen right now as a whole is Holmes, King, Castro, Peralta, Marinaccio, Licky, Banuelo, Schmidt. <laughs> like let, let that sink in for a second. So, yeah, the uh, the nerds the nerds kind of they they might know what they're doing. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, the nerds. Good job. Chop the nerds. Um, 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 you got more? Up. Okay. Uh, I was going to give out the college dorm room award. Oh, this is, uh, you've given this out before, I believe, right? No, I don't think so. What was it? I thought you gave out this one before. You thought a lot of things. Eighth grade girl, didn't you give that out? I mean, that's totally different. What did you just say? Well, I guess for you, that eighth grade girl in your dorm room. Um, but I'm no, I'm giving out the dorm room award. Oh, yeah. Didn't you give out the she's only seventeen award that one time? I sure did. This is different vibe. Completely different vibe. All right, cool. College dorm room, just a bunch of guys having fun. Yep. Yep. Maybe like hungover, recapping the mm. night before, laughing. Uh, Rizzo. Jimmy, you know, you get in that college dorm room and you're like, all right, like I'm, I made it. I'm, made I'm it. here. I got to college. And then you're like, well, I got to decorate. Let me put up some sweet posters, dude. Um, I had some sweet ones. I think I threw up a fight club one. You sure did. Um, you know, couple, couple just straight up bitching posters to show that I was cool. Jim, there's something the college kids don't do that you don't really appreciate. Uh, you don't frame those posters. Uh, Why not? Because uh, you're lazy and you're a kid oh. and nothing matters. Uh, but Jim, and this kind of ties into your nerds a little bit, they bought into the framing, and that's part of the reason they got Jose Trevino in town. Jose Trevino, again, the best at framing in the biz, deserves to be talked about more because on the season he has an 800 OPS. 
Um, don't get me wrong. You get you get fed a free triple. That helps. But the guy's been a freak show for a while now. Um, again, as as I as I swoon about Clay Holmes being the closer for the New York Yankees, Trevino's racking up war on both sides of the ball. He's been a hitting fool uh, for a little while now. If you want to. If you want a Jakey butter knife of it, uh, he's been a one dot oh six five OPS catcher for his last fifteen starts. Like we go over on talking baseball, the hitting stats from around the league, and by catcher it gets sad pretty quick. Yeah, there's not a lot of catchers that hit. Jose Trevino, in a way, he's passing the eye test because he's got a really good bat to ball skill. I, I mentioned it during his slump that he wasn't striking out at all. Like, he's putting a charge into some balls, man. He's got four homers in his last 20 games. Uh, the guy has been awesome. We are now extremely biased to him because he came to our office and he's the man. Uh, mm. But he's also been legitimately balling on the field. Um, and he was only brought in for his pitch framing. Uh, and, and now he's doing it on the other side, too. He's kind of done it all, man. Like he had that dance around home. He's got the back pick last last he's last thing he's got. I mean, the home run was real, like you yeah. said. Um, gets to third. Yeah, he's he is the Yankees. So I've been trying to tell people. He's he been is, one dotting for a month. He is the Yankees. Yeah, I had a funny conversation with someone on Twitter uh who was like, and I saw someone on the Reddit say this as well. They said something along the lines of, enough, make him the starter. And I, and I was like, he, he is. Yeah. <laughs> is the starter. He started, I think, nine of the last 14 games. And uh, they're like, have him start more. And I'm like, no, that is what the starter does. Like, last year, I think only... I, I did the math, the top 15 catchers in baseball last year um, st- averaged like 60, like, or like, um, oh, shit, like, like uh, 80 games started. Right. And that's the top 15. That's not, you know, I took out all the platoon guys. Like starting catchers don't start a lot. Yeah. Um, I remember doing that. In 17 with Gary, and I, I compared it to Jorge. I'm like, look, even Jorge, like, this isn't, like, that new. It's a little less now. Like, yeah. Jorge did four out of five, yeah. or eight out of ten, you know, which is 80 out of 100. Math. But, yeah, Trevino is the starting catcher. If you're out there thinking, like, why are they still platooning? Because you see Higgy a day after night or every now and then. Like, Trevino started, I think, nine of the last 14 or something like that now. Which is around... 60%, which is 60% is what the top 15 did last year. There's like Salvi. Um, no, actually, I looked at Salvi started a bunch, but he gets a lot of DHJs, and so did Rio Muto. It's like at catcher position, and like Trevino's not going to DH, so he's not going to not be a catcher. So, yeah, he is our starting catcher right now, and he's awesome. Bingo. Uh, I feel bad we didn't say anything about Judge. I just hope that at the end of the season, we don't like go back and count pride of the Yankees or count awards, and we're like, how did Judge not win? Um, so I don't know if he's got the most yet on this season, but 
He had a four-hit game, another another hit. I don't know, he's playing center field now. Pretty nuts. Yeah, Judgey with the Mammo series per use. Rizzo with the two homers and the two stolen bases. Speed kills. And then scoring. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he he was totally trying to redeem himself for that ball that went under his glove, and he, he did. Um, got a little... <laughs> Little bit of help from Los Tigres, but we'll take it. Um, pat myself on the back for Kiner. He goes four for ten. I, I think his glove is definitely sp- going to spark his bat for the next little bit. Um, Stan and Donaldson are back. Uh, they don't really do much this series, but well, I mean, Stan only had what five at bats. Yeah, and he had a rocket double uh, off the guy's glove. It would have been a really nice catch. I mean, yeah. he hit that pretty flush. Donaldson maybe got the tip. Uh, Donaldson had two sack flies. One won the game. Right. Judge has four prides, which would, looks like is second on the team. Nestor has seven. Jesus Christ. Um, but it adds up. Nestor's no, been amazing. MVP and Cy Young. So. I think I think Nestor right now has the lowest ERA of all qualified. Martin didn't jump him. Well, he just, yeah, I think he just gave up. He's pitching right now? Yeah, yeah. And a score has got him. Or, and I think Feo said that in the chat. I saw it somewhere recently. I'll believe Feo to my grave. Uh, DJ LeMayhew, three walks, led the team. So. Welcome. That was interesting how Gallo was up and the pitcher threw through fastballs right down the middle. And then DJ was up and he didn't want to throw anything in the zone. Couldn't find the zone. Funny sport. Um, Severino, he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we talked I mean, about there, him there was, There's, like, a lot of guys that, like, need awards because everyone's playing well, basically, besides Hicks, Gallo. That's it. But Rizzo getting hot's good. I mean. who Who's next? The uh, Cubs are this weekend. Who's in, who's the week? The Twins. They're going. They're going to Minnesota for three, and then they come back for another homestand. Cubs and Rays. Cubs and Rays. Okay. Cool. I mean, Twins are in playing well. A lot of familiar faces. A lot of fun times. Better than the Tigers. And another Monday off day, and they've got another Monday off day after that. So they're kind of like all hands on deck. They essentially could lose a bullpen guy and have kept Andujar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's got bad vibes all over it, but there's good vibes everywhere else. You know? Yeah. I do feel bad for him. It's, it's a little bit... Bullshit, man. So when I'm here, I'm your starting left fielder right. every single day. But because you can get rid of me easily, you're going to do that. Because you don't want to make a tougher decision somewhere else. You're just going to send me down. Like, I fully understand his they frustration. They have to make a decision. Yeah, I know. And I understand it from the Yankees business side of things, dude. I, I, I kind of. It, it, with a 24 games lead or 24 games up uh, over 500, 
you have the wiggle room to get Hicks hot and work him into a different, a different work him into the fourth outfield. Eventually you have the wiggle room to get Gallo hot, to move Gallo, to do whatever you want. Like you, you, you shouldn't just cut a guy just because the numbers say it uh, because you're up, but it's tough. It's, it sucks for, um, man, it sucks for, uh, fucking Andor. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's the business of baseball a little bit, and you, you know I'm as big of an Andujar uh, stan as there's been the past couple years, but he, uh, it's not like he was going gangbusters. I, I think people would be a lot more loud. Um, he was giving good at bats, and he was, he was, you know, getting a hit here and there. His numbers don't jump off the screen, which I, I think if they did, this conversation would be a lot more rowdy. Um, so... He- yeah, but I mean, compare compare him to the guys that are there over him. Right. I mean, you know, he's got a 596 OPS on the year. Yep. But in those games that he was playing every day, he got, he reached base, all of them. Like he reached on every game he started besides that. And was looking fine in left field. Brought a different approach. They got some. They got some runs off of his uh, errors and fielder's choices and yep. that stuff. So tough. Tough. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's everything. Send it. Good up. Go Yanks. So what pitchers now? Monty just went. It was just it was just Cole, Sevy, Monty. So now Nestor, it's Nestor Tyone Cole in Minnesota. Nestor Tyone Cole, our top three, ERA wise. We'll be talking about it actually. Tuesday. Hey, what did what did Monty's ERA just go to on the year? Are they all under three now? Uh, I don't think. I think Monty stayed. I thought he was at three oh two. He's at 302. Oh, it just stayed the same? Apparently. Okay. Well, that's awesome. All right, cool. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you later. Go Yanks. Go Rangers. He was 304 to start the day, so it went down 02 points. Okay. Well, hard to lower a 302, 304 ERA. You got to go shut Don't tell basically. that to the other guys in the rotation. I know. Monty's our worst starter at 304. He's got options. Something to think about. We'll talk about it Tuesday. Goodbye. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.